repugnant. There's the word today, repugnant. This word would best describe what the Jews must have felt when in the desert the serpents were biting them and killing them and the only way that they could live according to the scriptures Moses was instructed by God to make a bronze serpent and wrap it around a seraph and after they were bitten by the snakes and they were about to die if they looked up to that serpent it was the only way that they could live so says the scriptures repugnant how did sin come into the world through a Serpent, through a serpent, right? The serpent spoke to Eve. This is the story. The serpent spoke to Eve, and that was what brought sin into the world. So nobody among the Jews could look at a serpent and be pleased with it. It was repugnant, the beginning of sin. And so now to look up to a serpent in order to be saved, hmm, that's the way that they would find living, being saved, after they've been bitten by the serpents in the desert. So this is what John refers back to. Um, there's two pieces to this. If you were looking at the text I am, and of course in the original text it's not written this way, but each time it says, for if you do not believe that, and then in all capital letters it says, I am. Of course, those are code words for the story of Moses when, when Moses went up into the mountain and he encountered God in the burning bush, and he said, who shall I say it is that sent me? And he said, I am. It's not a name, but it, I am. I, I, I just am. I exist. I, it, God is. And he speaks from the tree, I am. And this is the reference that Jesus says when you ask who I am, I am. He is connecting himself to the God. And then he, as we've been listening for about four days now, continues this theme of the Father and I are one, and he speaks to me. I only speak what he gives to me. I only say what he tells me, for that is true, and I can only speak this truth. But in the context of revealing himself as I am, he says, you too will have to see me as the one lifted up, like that serpent. This language is unmistakable to Jews. They would hear these words and connect that story to Moses. So for us as Christians, do we look up at a serpent? No. What do we look up to for salvation? Hello? The cross. The cross. I must scare you when I get up here to speak. You all become mum and silent. We look up at the cross. And what do we see? What do we see? We see a mangled, bloody, beaten, spat upon body repugnant. That's awful to us to look up at a, a tortured victim. You know when that movie The Passion of Christ came out, um, I remember seeing the theater and people wept and they were disgusted at the horrible treatment portrayed on the screen very realistically of, of, of a body, this of Jesus being beaten and the flesh being torn away, they were finding it repugnant. And it was awful to look at. And many people closed their eyes and turned away. They couldn't watch it. And especially because of the people of faith, they said, that's our Christ. Look what they're doing to him. They found it repugnant. 
And yet we're told that's what we look up to. That one was lifted up on the cross. The cross, the seraph, it all connects. And we look up to that and that's where we find salvation. We are asked to be drawn into the cross. That's why this next week, and we're being set up for it in all the readings now, we're being set up for that day on Friday when we will come to kiss that cross. Because we find salvation not dying on the cross, but especially the way Jesus died on the cross, with trust in the Father, with belief in the Father, with a willingness to hand himself over, to give life through dying, to find life through dying. And until we get this peace in our faith, until we understand that it is in the letting go that we discover, it is in the dying that we rise. Not only in the physical death, of course that's the ultimate one, but every single day. So you and I are asked to look up, see the one who has been lifted up, to look up at the cross today, because you and I will be asked to die several times today. When somebody says something rude, we have a choice. We can be angry all day, or we can let go and forgive. That's letting go. That's dying. When somebody says something untrue about us, we can be devastated, or we can let it go. Look up at the cross and let it go. Die and rise. When somebody refuses to love, that is can be let go of. When someone refuses to love us, we can be hurt and angry, or we can let it go, die and rise. This Paschal mystery is every single day. It's an invitation to life. So the scriptures are not using words carelessly. Oh no, oh no. They're using language that on one level is very repugnant, but it's only by looking into the face of that death of Jesus on the cross, that we begin to discover what the real power of life is for us as Christian people. In that cross, in that cross, we find our salvation.